Today is Monday, December the 12th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, we've got significant updates in regards to South Carolina search for a new offensive coordinator. Also, Marshawn Lloyd's tweet, is it a big deal? Is it not? What does it mean for the future of South Carolina star running back? Also, of course, we're talking last night's game on the hardwood as the Gamecocks get the 11-point win over the Presbyterian Blue Hose. Guys, I'll break down the victory in its entirety. I'll talk my biggest takeaway from the game last night. We'll name the player of the game and also talk what's next for Lamont Paris's squad as well. Guys, we've got a packed show for you here on this Monday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go down to the Price Picks app, go to pricepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS and sign up to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works you pick two to six players and you can win it 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry, guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entries. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, partly with the under on Mahomes. You can play college sports pro sports anything and everything you can think of they have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both in the app store google play and they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews guys so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well go down with the prize picks app go to prizepicks.com when you do use that promo code T-S-U-S, to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
boys and girls. Happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well this December the 12th, 2022. It is great to chat and be with each and every single one of you. I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. We have got a packed show. We got a lot to get into here on this Monday as we begin a new week. And again, I hope your week is off to a fantastic start. Guys, of course, let me remind you, it is December the 12th, which means this is the final day to purchase from our online store. That's TSUS.store, the final day to purchase to ensure by Christmas delivery. So if you order after today, right, you might get it by Christmas. You might But if you want to guarantee that you'll have it, you want to guarantee that Santa is going to leave your TSUS merch under the tree, that includes Beamer Ball, Shane Storm, Clem Sucks, All Aboard the Shane Train, Beamer Rattler, and anything and everything in between, make sure you have it ordered by end of day today, by midnight tonight, and we will guarantee it will arrive to you by Christmas morning. So again, be sure to get your orders in. I know everybody right now is in the middle of their Christmas shopping. I'm doing so. And you know, when you have four siblings, I've got three brothers and a sister. I've got my parents. I've got my friends. I've got people in my life I'm buying for. It's a lot, right? It's it's a lot. And you know, I, I don't know how many of you know this. My birthday is actually on Christmas Day. So I, I'm not complaining, but it is funny. Those of you that are tuned in that have December birthdays or birthdays around Christmas, maybe yours is also on Christmas. You understand what I'm saying in regards to the feeling like nobody else has that feeling of buying gifts uh, on your birthday and in the season of your birthday, buying gifts for others. But hey, we love to give. give. Giving, you could argue, is even better than receiving. It is the time of giving and the spirit of giving. And I love to give. And we all love to give to each other and give back. So again, of course, TSUS.store, order by end of day today to ensure by Christmas delivery. Again, guys, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Appreciate you all tuning in. You know, this was the first weekend, really, for yours truly, without football since before the season started all the way back in August. Because even last weekend or the weekend prior, whatever, I was watching the SEC championship and watching championship games and all that. I did not tune into Army-Navy. I was busy with other things and taking care of errands and stuff like that and went to a Christmas party, by the way. That was was cool. That was a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, it was interesting, and it's so wild. The drama just truly never stops, right? When it comes when it comes to the University of South Carolina and everything we have going on, it's truly though a blessing, right? As someone, you know, I'm a content man. I'm in the content business. And, you know, you would think that when the regular season ends and we've got this, this, this long hiatus before the bowl game and things quote unquote slow down, right? No, no, no. There's never a dull day. There's never a dull moment when it comes to the University of South Carolina and their athletics, no matter the sport, no matter the time of year. And that is certainly the case with today's podcast, today's show, and of course, all the content we've got rocking and rolling this week. Guys, also, let me remind you, do not forget, December the 30th, the Gator Bowl, our TSUS tailgate will take place. Lot J, we're partnered up with our friends over at Carolina Cigars. Just be sure to come on out 11 o'clock up until kickoff also check out carolina cigars for all your stogies for christmas your irish packs anything and everything in between they have got it for you guys and they deliver super super fast so if you want to get some cigars for christmas leave under the tree i know i'd like some stogies anybody want to send me some stogies i'll take some stogies Uh, (laughs) either way be sure to check them out again i'll talk more about carolina cigars a little bit later in the show let's get into though the 
the nitty gritty because I, I've got some very, very interesting updates from people I've talked to. These are actually some tidbits I have not even shared on social media and some stuff I found out just before I hit the record button. And, um, you know, of course, it surfaced, I would say, early Sunday, right? We all know what happened. And I talked about on Friday, the Dowell Loggins news or the the rumors, if you will, that the tight ends coach from Arkansas be the Gamecocks next OC. And we reacted accordingly to it. And, you know, that chatter sort of cooled off. And we thought maybe, okay, because of the, I, I don't know, the mood around the Gamecocks fan base. Or maybe just Shane Beamer had a change of heart. Or maybe Loggins was a smokescreen. Everybody's just trying to trying to guess and trying to figure out what's going on. Well, was able to get some information on Sunday. After everything came out in the morning, talked to a, a good buddy of mine, a source, a contact, whatever you want to label it, per sources season, right? Whatever. But talked to someone very, very dependable, very close to the situation. And here's what I can tell you in regards to Dowell Loggins and the OC search as a whole. Shane Beamer has wanted Dowell Loggins basically from the jump, at least since last week, right? I don't know exactly what the search has been like, how many interviews have happened, what have you, but Shane Beamer, indeed, it was not a smokescreen, wanted to hire Dowell Loggins. That is confirmed from who I have talked to. The reason it has not happened or it did not happen is because of the intense pushback, not from Gamecock Twitter, not from the Carolina Slapdick community on said Twitter app, not from, you know, fans all over social media and the different platforms in the comments. No, no. The pushback came from the higher up donors, those fans who have the most influence, who are cutting the checks, and who are giving the most money. There was intense pushback to Ray Tanner, okay? Ray Tanner then reached out to Shane Beamer and said, hey, man, we got to put this on hold. Let, let's, let's take a step back and reevaluate. Per sources, per my contact, if you will, Shane Beamer was not very thrilled with this news, as you can imagine. So, a couple days go by, things cool off a little bit, and now Dowell Loggins' name has resurfaced, okay? So, Shane Beamer wants Dowell Loggins. He wants to give Loggins the job. That is confirmed. And here's what I will say on this entire situation. Again, the contact, the source, the person who told me that, I believe this to be 110% true. And guys, if you do the math and you add it up, it really does make sense, right? Here's what I say. And again, I want to make it very clear because I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, the, these fans on social media, they're so toxic, they're this, that. Guys, let fans be fans. Fans are going to have opinions. It's not the job of the fan. And this is why so many people they get it so twisted, and this is this is one of the main reasons why the people, the Carolina Slapdick community, this is one of the main reasons why they don't like me. Because a, a lot of folks, for some reason, they believe that the job of the fan is to just blindly support, never be critical, never question anything, and just bleed garnet and black, give all your money, and blindly just follow no matter what happens. No, this is for the most part, and I know the folks that follow and listen along to this show whether it be the podcast, the daily profile, the content, all the good stuff. Fans of TSUS are smart, critical thinkers who are not going to take things at face value, like, like I talked about on Friday. So I say this, 
Let fans be fans. We're going to have our opinions on the hire. We're going to have our opinions on what happens on every Saturday, the field of play. We're going to have our opinions on what moves are made off the field. But at the end of the day, we're always going to be there to support our Gamecocks. That will never change. But we are passionate, critical thinking fans, and that is how we will always be wired. So let fans be fans. And I do not think that the reason Loggins has not gotten the job is because some some sort of Twitter backlash, like whatever. People are going to have their opinions. It is what it is. I will say this, though. I will say this. No matter your thoughts, and I think most are negative. I think most of the opinions on Davil Loggins are negative. And guys, I will save my full rant and full thoughts on Loggins, right? And my thoughts on him taking the job when and if. I say if and when, but I think it's going to happen. But either way. If and when it becomes official, that's when I'll really give my full thoughts because I don't want to spend 20, 30 minutes again talking hypotheticals again. But I will say this, and I'm sure they're not tuned to the podcast, but I want to give, and I think Shane Beamer should be given the freedom to run his program how he wants to. I do not want to be a fan of a school like an Auburn where the inmates run the asylum. I, I just don't want to be involved with that. You hired Shane Beamer to be your head football coach. If you can't trust your head football coach to go hire an offensive coordinator on his staff, then he shouldn't be your head football coach, right? I say to the top donors, I understand these are people cutting checks, giving money, all that good stuff. And I understand we have PTSD. We've had like four OCs in the last seven years. This fan base is tired, tired of bad offense. And I'm right there with you. But you got to let Shane Beamer run his program. You, you've got to let Shane Beamer do his thing. And Shane Beamer, due to the finish at the end of this season, back-to-back wins over top 10 teams, beating Tennessee, beating Clem Sucks, what has happened, you, 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 you've got to put your faith and trust in Shane Beamer. I think people should be allowed the opportunity for success or failure, right? Shane Beamer should have the opportunity because one of two things will happen with this Dowell Loggins hire. Either, number one, it is going to work out beautifully and we're all going to be wrong and we're all going to be eating crow and Shane Beamer will say, see, I told you I knew what I was doing. Or on the other side, it will blow up. It will work out miserably. And I don't know if Shane Beamer in year four or five will be able to recover from it. But you have to give him the opportunity to fail in my mind. You just have to. Who Nobody wants to be a fan of a program that is controlled by boosters. Uh, many of boosters who, yeah, they've got money. They've got influence. But many of them that don't know ball at all. They, they, like, that's the thing, guys. I will tell you this. I will have a critical opinion on the Loggins hire if it happens, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know more about football than Shane Beamer. I mean, my goodness. I hope we're not in a position where I know more about football than Shane Beamer. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do. So at the end of the day, we can be critical about it. We will be critical about it. That's the beauty of it because we're passionate about it. But after that initial wave of criticism and our thoughts – you got to get behind them. You just don't have a choice. We don't have a choice as fans. So that's where we sit right now. It sounds like Loggins is probably still going to be the guy and was going to be the guy, but because of intense pushback from uh, big-time donors, big-time boosters, if you will, who contribute a significant amount of money, Ray Tanner put the hold on that deal. But I think those folks, those folks, those big donors, those big-time whatever boosters – 
just move out of the way and, and let Shane Beamer operate. You, you know what I mean? Let Shane Beamer operate. Um, you hired your head football coach for a reason. You think about when you're working at your job, you know, within your company, especially if you're in a position of leadership, the last thing, what's the worst thing that can happen? You be micromanaged. Nobody. I mean, there is not a soul on this planet who likes to be or wants to be micromanaged. Get out of the way. Let people do their thing for better or for worse, and we will adjust accordingly as we go. There, there's just no way it's a situation that works out well when you're micromanaging and you're and you're and you're controlling them like a puppet, and you just and you can't get out of the way. So that's where we sit right now, guys, with the offensive coordinator search. I, I, at this point, I would be shocked. And by the time you're hearing this podcast, it might be Dowell Logging. The, the announcement might have already happened. I would be really surprised if it's not him. And guys, I've been very honest. I've been very open about my thoughts on this hire from the beginning. To me, it's baffling that Loggins was even a candidate. I mean, really, truly, when you look at his resume, and to me, it's it's. It, but maybe, 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 Shane Beamer knows something we don't. And you know, again, you hired him to do a job, and Shane Beamer's not going to go out there and knowingly just hire some slapdick that's going to torpedo his career at South Carolina because we all agree, right? We all agree that if this hire doesn't work and especially if it goes down in flames, I, I just, I don't know how Shane Beamer can bounce back from it. I, I really don't. I think his tenure is probably going to be judged off this OC hire and in bigger picture, getting the offense going. That's it, bottom line. I have heard about Loggins that he will want to bring if he does indeed get the job. Um it's going to be a college-friendly, simple offense. A lot of what they were doing the last two games. Again, we shall see. I'm sure many details will come up and follow up in the next couple of days, couple of weeks, obviously. But uh, just wanted to give you guys the latest on everything that I'd heard. And again, I think some significant updates. And it does indeed sound like that Loggins, Shane Beamer, wants him to be the guy and that he will be the guy at the University of South Carolina in the OC position. So we shall see how it all unfolds, but it's crazy, man. You think about it, but I, I would just say again, get out of the way. Let Shane Beamer do his thing. Let's not turn into that program that, you know, the the inmates run the asylum, if you will. And, and again, I would say this too, man, just let fans be fans on social media. Like fans are going to be critical. They're going to they're gonna complain. They're going to bitch. They're going to moan. It's because they care. Like, like, would you rather people just not give a damn? You, 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 you think you want a bunch of mindless zombies pulling for your team that only sunshine pump and only support. You don't want that because pressure, and you know me, I love to apply pressure. I love it. I'll never stop because pressure creates diamonds. Pressure is a privilege. Pressure creates progress. It's what makes things go. It's what makes things go. It's what makes things improve. Without pressure, everything would stay stagnant. Everything would stay the same. Keep applying pressure, right? But also while doing so, let's support Shane Beamer. Give him the opportunity to succeed or fail. Hey, we'll see what happens. We're behind him 110%. Beamer wall to the freaking moon, and uh, we will react accordingly with what happens as this OC search or OC saga continues. All right, let's keep it moving, guys. Um, another big news on Sunday afternoon that arose. A lot happened on Sunday specifically. The... The Marshawn Lloyd tweet that set social media on fire. By the way, while I'm looking at social media, shout out Toby Burcheat. He's all over social media. The dude, if you don't know who I'm talking like who the world's Toby Burcheat? Toby Burcheat, and I hope I'm saying that right. 
Toby Burchett got the Block C logo, right? Gamecock logo and the Beamer Ball logo under it, tatted on his thigh. Toby, my friend, you are a legend. You, my friend, are a legend. I want to say thank you. I, I, I'm not sure I ever expected in my wildest dreams that a logo that I created uh, for merchandise or just whatever, that a, a logo that I created would be tattooed on someone's body. So, Toby Burcheat, you're the freaking man. If you guys have not seen it, which most of you have, uh, it's absolutely incredible. Also, I forgot to mention this top of the show because I'm look, I'm just sitting here scrolling social media to get to, um, to get to the the, the Lloyd tweet. But uh, yeah, our merchandise is now available at Palmetto Moon, guys, and all across the state of South Carolina, 12 different locations. You can find the Beamer Ball and Beamer Rattler merch at Palmetto Moon locations. Uh, just want to say thank you, man, to everybody that made this possible. You know, it's crazy. I, I was talking to my talking to some of my family on Saturday night about this, and, and uh, you know, it's one of those things that I, I've known about the Palmetto Moon deal for quite a while, and so it's... You know, when you and I, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about this because I was just about to dive in the Lloyd stuff. But when you spend so much time on the grind and you put in the blood, sweat and tears like you, and you manifest things right and you speak things into existence and you have this this fierce irritation in your skin to be great. and You have this this relentless belief when things like Palmetto Moon happen. They're not a surprise like like they're, they're not right. They're, they're not you. You expect greatness. Like, I, like I, I, I work on constantly not having limiting beliefs. I, I'm always challenging and pushing my, my, my perspective and, and, and my, and my expectations and what I speak into existence and what I journal and, and what I, you know, I, I've never been one to put limiting beliefs on this business or anything we do in regards to the content and certainly on the merchandise side. But it's also cool too. Like, I went to Palmetto Moon obviously on Friday and took a little video and. And, uh, you know, sort of made the announcement the merch was there. And, like, I have to pinch myself, right, because I have perspective. I have gratitude. And that's what I lead. And seeing the merchandise in an establishment like Palmetto Moon. And we're also fulfilling orders for our friends over at Rivals, at Todd and Moore, like for the Christmas rush. And uh, it's 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 just truly a blessing, guys. So, again, I want to say thank you all. Thank you all to everybody that's made that possible. It's 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 um, it's incredible, man. It's really incredible and it's cool. And it's, you know, we've reached a point where the extraordinary feels somewhat normal. And that's a really special thing. Like I'm able to stop and think and, and understand how special that is. And uh, it would not be possible without all you guys and your love and support. All right. All right. We can be sentimental on the daily crow. We can sit on all the long. Let's get into this tweet. You're like, Chris, what did Marshawn Lloyd say? So Marshawn Lloyd tweets on Sunday afternoon. He says, then this is what the tweet said. Game ain't based on sympathy. Do what's best for you. Hashtag Uno with a butterfly emoji. Now, if that's all it was, okay? If that's all it was, I would have said, you know what? I, I, I don't want to overanalyze a tweet like this that is sort of that is sort of just random, could be interpreted as anything. Like, I, I don't want to do that. However, when you couple that tweet with practically simultaneously, Marshawn Lloyd removed running back at South Carolina out of his social media bio, okay, and deleted tweets that were basically selling USC and recruiting other players to join him in Columbia. Okay, when when you couple all those things. 
that's where it becomes concerning. Now, will it be NFL for Marshawn Lloyd? Is he hitting the transfer portal? I can tell you guys this. I do believe from folks I've talked to that this is a money-driven decision. Um, it would make a lot of, I'll say this, it would make a lot of sense to me if Marshawn Lloyd went to the NFL. And I know many of you say, what are you talking about? Look at his numbers. You know, the, the shelf life for a running back is short. We all know that. And, and I think it would certainly benefit him to come back to school, though, and work on his craft. You know, he doesn't have that many carries, right? You know, I was talking to a good buddy of mine, played at USC, and he was talking about, you know, your your shelf life isn't judged off of how many, how many years you've been in college or how old you are. It's how many carries, how many hits has your body taken, right? How many carries do you have? And Lloyd's only got like 170 or so carries, and, and most backs are expected to have around 250 after their college careers concluded. So, you know, he's still got a lot of mileage to go left in that body. But um, at this point, guys, I would put the percentage that Marshawn Lloyd is in a Gamecock uniform next season, I'd put it at 5%. I, I think it's pretty low. Um, I just do not think you put up a tweet like that, you delete your bio, and and, and here's the thing, guys. Like, Yes, you could say, oh, my God, we're overanalyzing. It could be anything. But, like, if that's the case, if that's the case, why would Marshawn Lloyd not go to his social media and refute the claims and just put it to rest with, with the quickness? Like, wh why, why would he not do that? He put up that tweet, and that's all he put up. And Marshawn Lloyd's a guy who has never been afraid, never been afraid to be active on social media. So I think there's probably something there. Again, I don't know exactly what it is, but I think either the draft or the portal, but I do not think, or I will be shocked at least, if uh, if Marshawn Lloyd is in a Gamecock uniform next year. I, I, I will be very, very surprised. And, you know, if it's the last we've seen of him, it's it's unfortunate, but... You know, it is what it is. Welcome to the world of the portal and NIL. And, and I mean, guys, what are you going to do? Uh, what, what are you going to do? You know, we could, we could have a whole other show, separate show about NIL and the portal. And, and, and it, it, like, we, we could. But guy wants to leave, he wants to leave. It, it, it kind of is what it is. So, um, you know, Marshawn Lloyd's tweet, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. I'm sure he'll put something out official. But I, I would be very, very surprised to see Marshawn Lloyd back in a Gamecock uniform next year, just, just to be real. Um, all right, guys, let's move off of football and into basketball. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about our friends over at Carolina Cigars because TSUS, as always, brought to you by our friends over at Carolina Cigars. Guys, they've been in operation since 2008, recently taken over by the Peterson family in 2020. Now, whether you're new to the cigar scene or whether you've been enjoying cigars your entire life, Carolina Cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together share conversations and become friends so if you're in a cigars you're on hilton head island you really do need to go by and visit them they offer same day shipping nationwide free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions they're also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humidor locations around hilton Head island and they have special events throughout the year as well. They want to talk to you. They want to engage. They want to share with you their cigar selection that they're very proud of and their beautiful cigar lounge. When you're in the low country, there's only one place for cigars. And guys, there's only one place that I get my cigars. That's Carolina Cigars, Hilton Head Island's premier cigar merchant. Come and share your passion. It's all there at Carolina 
cigars. You can find them on Instagram at, at Carolina underscore cigars. That's at Carolina underscore cigars. Or give them a call today at 843-681-8600. That's 843-681-8600. And of course, guys, hit them up either on Instagram or via a call to order your stogies for Christmas. What a great gift that would be, right? To get your cigars and your Irish packs ahead of the bowl game. And we'll also have those on sale, on hand on sale, I should say, at the tailgate before that game as well. Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. All right, let's talk South Carolina PC. Gamecocks get the 68-57 to win last night at the CLA uh, and all in all, guys, my biggest takeaway is this. Just collect all the non-conference wins while you can, right? Gamecocks now sit at five and four. Um, I, I think with this team, year one, Lamont, Paris, th- there's no such thing as a bad win, right? There's no such thing as a bad win. Yes, were there tense moments last night? Yes, were there were there times where I was like, oh, my God, we're about to lose to PC. PC's about to beat us in baseball and then basketball. And at that point, you just feel like PC owns you. Um, did I feel that way? yes. But the bottom line is this, you find a way to get the 11-point dub. You get on the list of guys. I mean, Gigi Jackson leading the way with 18 points. Michi Johnson with 16. Hayden Brown with 14. That's sort of your three amigos, right? Those are the guys you need to ball out on a nightly basis. Also, Chico Carter, uh, Jacoby Wright, both with six points, doing well in their supporting roles off the bench. I mean, the biggest problem with this team is the big man, right? We just simply don't have a big man. Josh Gray with four points. I mean, outside of that, you had nobody. So they, they, they continue to try to find Bose. Oh, excuse me. Bozeman Verdonk had four. My bad. Bozeman Verdonk did have four, but you're still looking for that presence down low. But again, all in all, you get the dub. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time breaking this down. Um, you know, you're above 500. And like I said, there is not a bad win in the non-conference player of the game. We're going to give it to Michi Johnson. 16 points, four rebounds, three assists in the ball ballgame. Uh, really good game for Michi. You take a look at his... Stat line, 7-17, 2-for-8 from 3. Uh, overall, a good night for him. And again, somebody who needs to continue to come on and be an even bigger part of what South Carolina is doing in their next game. Uh, this Wednesday, December the 14th at UAB, a big-time road game, 7 o'clock tip. We will have the full breakdown and preview that game on the podcast on Wednesday. That's what the podcast will uh, focus on, unless, unless, which there's a strong unless, there is an OC hire between now and then, which, guys, again, like I told you at the top of the show, there's a good chance that'll be happening very, very soon. So, again, stay tuned for all that. Again, Court Cox, big dub. Uh, feels good to be good, or should I say feels good good to be good good. And we will take on UAB on Wednesday. Should be a lot of fun. Guys, hey, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Guest interviews return, by the way on Wednesday. Got a really, really fun conversation upcoming. And of course, as always, content bleeding out the eyeballs. We got the podcast, normal schedule this week, TDC, normal schedule, noon to two, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, Probably be our last normal schedule week of the year, if I'm thinking correctly, because next week is the week of Christmas. Uh, I I don't know. We'll probably have a normal schedule next week, but it'll be a little bit different because we'll have the Dear Santa show and stuff like that. And then the week between Christmas and New Year's, and that'll be game week for Notre Dame. Things will be a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, really excited for the week. And, guys, there's no such thing as a slow season. There is no offseason when it comes to Gamecocks. It's always content bleeding out the eyeballs. Guys, let's have a great week. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you all on Wednesday. Wednesday.